The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual assault is so common you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, bulimia, obesity, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive trapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have these or any other side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora. Hi. Really, that that's it. I, I just read out that whole fucking thing. I'd like to remind everyone, every time we use bad language, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear because we care. Shit. No, it was- I forgot my lines. You forgot your lines. I forgot my lines. That is fantastic. It's actually called the Sean Patrick Flannity rule. He said the F word 72 times or 73 times. Mm-hmm. In 30 minutes when we had him on at Comic-Con. That's impressive. And it sounded natural. It and was. he did it in front of kids. He did. That was what got us in trouble. That's why we had to give money to charity now. Comic-Con, almost family family friendly. <laughs> it's, it's almost family friendly. Almost. So there is a whole bunch going on. We just got through Fashion Week. Uh, Kim Kardashian put Dolce and Gabbana back on the on on the whole top of the list. Yeah. Um, you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? No, but I do know that Paris Hilton is representing Hilton brand for hotels now. I told you that two days ago. Yes. That's how I know it. <laughs> Fine. What's going on in the fight world? In the fight world? Uh, let's see. Well, I guess in the world of fighting, John Jones, as far as being the heavyweight champ, he got the belt in his most recent fight. Very not controversial. It was a total domination. Um, showing his opponent that he really needs to work on his grappling. But as far as entertaining in my world, that's what it is. And Dana White is still kind of remaining off the radar since the incident with his wife. So nothing new there. I got to say, the the way my eyes glaze over when you talk about fighting, is that how your eyes glaze over when I talk about fashion or film? Fashion, yes. Film, no, because I'm trying to learn about it because one day I might be in a film. That's true. You have a reality show that we're talking for you. All the better. So I I have to learn as much as I can. Because when someone offers me cocaine, I need to know the proper way to cut it up. That that's not what we do. That's not what you guys that's don't just do. you guys don't just play with cameras no, and and, no. and, snort, and cocaine. snort cocaine. No, not at all. Okay, it's it's like a whole job and everything. Are you serious? Yeah, that's a lot more work it's, than I anticipated. Yeah, I know. It's like there is a lot more work in film and media than you expect. It's the same, people but it's think, the same with social media. There's a funny. lot of work that goes into it, and people don't realize that. Absolutely, especially one of the biggest people they they tend to come down on are those. I I don't want to call them vapid people. They're at least portrayed as vapid. But you think of Paris Hilton, you think of Kim Kardashian. These people, Fucking who people, brilliant women. They pe- people believe that they are famous for absolutely no reason, and that's because you don't get to see the work behind the scenes. They're portrayed as they they're famous for being famous, but the reality is the only reason you their names are still in your mouth is because they're still actively working to put them there themselves 
It, it's true. These women put themselves out there and sell the brand as famous for being famous, but they are very, very hardworking you women. Know, it's interesting. We didn't even bring it up yet, but it's actually, uh, what I think it's uh, Women's History Month that we're in right now, the oh, month of March. Yeah, because they just had a Women's History Day just a couple of days ago, and I think they extended out to the entire yeah, month. Fantastic. What's that? If we got rid of Women's History Month okay. and we got rid of Black History Month really? and we just taught fucking history. Well, I don't know what's wrong with I Like, okay, I'm it, a foreigner, so I'm coming from this perspective, but what the fuck? Is it as much teaching history it is celebrating or what? Because I, I feel like I don't learn Do you know when anything. I'd like to celebrate women in history? When? 12 months of the year. Do you know when I'd like to celebrate men in history? 12 months of the year. Black people in history? 12 months of the year. I, I don't understand why it's relegated to a month. It's I, a little insulting. Well, you like, know, I've never it's, heard it's that. It's like a yearly period we have to deal with women. I've never heard that perspective. I, I think because I was raised, especially in the United States and the culture where we do want to take time to appreciate the individuals and the marginalized communities that we haven't taken the time to in past history. Do you know how you fix that? Can you say past history in the same sentence? Past that, history, yeah. Yeah, okay. Do, do, do you know Do you know how you fix that? Vocabulary lessons with fucking there. marginalizing people, like actually treating them like normal people. <laughs> You're not like, you wrong. You can't turn around and be like, yay, I'm going to, equality for women. By the way, we're going to give them this special month. That's, like, yay, we get our own table. Do you know what would be better? Just let us be part of history. Well, people are going to advocate for Men's History Month too at some point. I'm sure of it. I'm cool with that. You guys can have a month. We'll have the rest of the year. <laughs> like, <laughs> just okay, let's switch. Wait, let's just totally flip the rules. Yeah, I'm one cool month, man. Uh, but that's when blowjobs will be frequent and free. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that works the way you think. It <laughs> that's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. No, no. I, that's it's certainly not how Women's History Month has worked for me. <laughs> well, women can't receive blowjobs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but but there's plenty that we can receive. That's true. And you won't let me go do that with anyone else. And you're too tired because you're fighting all the time because you have a fight coming up. Wow, way to air our almost dirty <laughs> laundry on the internet. I'm kidding. Bear doesn't satisfy his woman, guys. God damn. Funny part. What's that? It would be if you actually did have a problem doing that, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it. I'd be like, no, no, no. He's wonderful. It's like you can't fuck with me. Like, I put on weight. You can't call me fat now. When I was skinny, it was cool. But like once you get fat, you can't say that. It's 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 one of those things. So don't worry about it right now. But if I ever turn around and you see me petting his arm going, no, he's a wonderful lover. Know that something has gone terribly wrong. God damn. What <laughs> and people are, now people believe this this fake tale. <laughs> that's all bullshit. Yeah, well, that's okay. okay. I'm really excited. We're talking about Hollywood. We're talking about all things Hollywood. And one of the most prevalent parts of the entertainment industry now, as you all know, is social media. Well, I don't think... Here's the, th here's the thing. We discussed actually last time with our previous guests. It's changed the world of Hollywood. Anyone can become a star. Anyone. You, you can be in the Even you. You can be in your backyard. Yes, I didn't anticipate getting a huge following. I started my social media just to be as a way to continue to teach my students who couldn't come to my gym when the pandemic hit. The fact that I got really fit, really big. Now, granted, I had help and there was a lot of work to it. But the fact that it happened to begin with was not exactly anticipated. But it was strategic. I it know. Was, I once, we, once we started putting, once we started putting it down, once I stopped making like silly one-off videos for funsies and then to start teaching people, we really started to put mm -hmm. the work in. But it does take a lot of work. And that's why I think social media is really becoming the next level of entertainment as far as entertainment goes. Social media is seen now the way television used to be seen in relation to film. Like it was mm -hmm. a step down. It's being seen as a step down in television. Mm -hmm. But I think it will eventually overtake. I genuinely do. That makes and sense. Speaking of overtaking and getting big online, we are on with Scott Cullens. He's been a fitness model since his first swimsuit commercial for Bass Pro Shops in high school. He's got a huge following. He's here in the Valley. He owns Palm Pacific Construction, one of the top luxury brand builders in Palm Springs. Uh, he, I'm, I'm really on this, though. He also has a lube brand. 
Like you get famous online and you get a lube brand. Everyone gets wine. He gets a lube brand. Uh, I like a, him so much better. And on top of that, it's the number one selling lube brand yes. in the UK. Like that, that to me is the greatest thing ever. Like that's the pinnacle. And it, you know, when they go to their sex shops and they pick that up, you know, the, the, the guy at the cash register is like, oh, fancy. Like Maybe that's how it is. The fleshlights your fans make. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Put my faces on fleshlights. <laughs> Hey, it's, I, I actually, almost want to ask one of them that now, actually. I, I will say this. I once uh, had a friend of mine. He does um, my, my, my old boss's partner uh, uh, used to do adult toys. Oh, okay. And I did let him take a cast of my vagina. And that I, has been I sold. remember this conversation. <laughs> yeah. But you don't have your name on it. You no, don't have any royalties. Nobody knows. But Nobody you knows. Listen, you didn't make any money off this. No, I did it as a favor. <laughs> And and I would never have put my name on it, but it is out there. There is a copy of my lady parts out there in sex shop, still selling. So Scott, welcome to the show. You came in on a terrible, terrible note there. Hi. Hi, I came in on lady parts. You came in on lady parts. That was not wow. not anticipated. Awesome. <laughs> and also a real dichotomy to anyone that has ever seen you. Hi. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Uh, so Thank you I know. For you're welcome. I got to tell you, I know we follow you online. You're absolutely gorgeous. Uh, you have a coming from from you. Oh, my God. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I've got to ask you why fitness modeling? You have these successful businesses, but you also put the time into keeping yourself built like a Greek god. Um, I actually used to babysit in high school for Mr. Missouri and his wife when I was a kid, and he got me kind of obsessed with it um, until I became an adult. And then I opened up uh, a bunch of private celebrity training gyms in L.A., and we had Brad Pitt and Rachel Hunter and Herb Brits and Monica Lewinsky and Katie Lang, Melissa Etheridge, Ryan Seacrest. Everybody went to my gym, everybody, and um, even all the heads of the studios. And so... Uh, just always been a fitness freak, and um, but I've always had my head on straight. You were hired because you were beautiful. I was hired because I had a, a good body. I was never hired because I was the best looking guy. So that's why I was always hired for just you know underwear, swimsuits, all that. But I'm good with that. I like that. It's it's. I think I. But that is a skill. Something I think that people marginalize is the ability to treat your body like a product. I know, you know, I look at you and I look at your fans online and everyone wants to have your body, but they're not willing to put the work in. I see it with Bear with his fights. Everyone wants that skill level, but the work is just not what they're willing to put in. I don't look like I did when I modeled for Victoria's Secret because, you know, I eat now. <laughs> I did not then. <laughs> but well, it's I'm work. afraid if I don't, I'm, I've been told that if I don't have these abs, no one will love me. So that's why. I'm oh. Oh, they gave you a complex. That makes sense. <laughs> so that's how you do so it. So now I just do it out of a complex that I won't be loved. That's <laughs> healthy. Very healthy. Very healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so for everyone out there that wants your body, and there are a lot when you look at your media, the first thing I'm going to ask is what do you do? What's the first thing a person has to do to build a body like yours? You know, I have to be honest, I, I've probably only missed a handful of days to work out. I'm kind of obsessed with it. I think that um, there are chemicals that pool in my brain during the day that if I don't mix them up, um, I'm not going to be very fun to be around. So I don't know. I actually even put my workouts into my work schedule. So it's on there and it's non-negotiable. Um, I maybe dedicate a little more time than most people have, but I do put two hours a day into it. 
including my cardio. And um, my cardio is a little lazy. I kind of walk like an old lady on the treadmill. I don't walk fast any faster than I can answer emails and post on social media. Hang on, Bet, you work <laughs> out eight hours a day. Why don't you look like that? Well, here's, here's the thing. My eight hours a day is me manhandling other dudes. I, wa I wish I did what I did and look like that. I don't have abs. I have a keg. Do you understand? That's That sits on my... When I was 170 pounds, I had like baby abs. I've never had like... You, you didn't look at me. Shredded. You didn't think of me and look, damn, that guy's shredded. You look at me like his body kind of looks like a skinny dude from high school. That's what you get. So... If it's either that or I've been, or I've been had a belly, like it just sit there. But that's eight well, hours a day. He's doing two. <laughs> well, I was motivated since high school because I actually went to school with Brad Pitt. He was voted best looking. I was voted best body. And yeah. of course, who would you rather? What would you rather have? Be an international superstar or have a certificate from high school with best body? Of course, the certificate. Of course, as as one does. <laughs> I mean, you don't I mean, want to marry. Right. Yeah, I mean, who wants to have? Julia Lewis, Angelina Jolie, like you don't need that. You got best. Oh, I've got a certificate in, in, a, in a chest at my mom's house in Missouri. So exactly. That's <laughs> exactly. So you actually went to high school with Brad Pitt. I, I did. And then when I opened up my gyms, he, he came to my gyms in, in California. But um, it was a little short lived because the paparazzi wouldn't leave him alone. So it got a little little messy. Oh, that yeah. sucks. He's he's always had a pretty contentious relationship. He is one of those guys, though, that at least around the studios has always had a good reputation. Meaning he's not he's not a shit. He's not a danger. Well, to he was a terms. very nice guy in high school. He, I yeah. think he's the same person. I, I I don't really think it affected him. He was a nice guy then, and he's probably the same guy now. Um, yeah, he's probably one of the few that didn't get really affected by it. Well, it's funny. We keep these lists, and they really are just warning lists. My interns, I mostly hire young women because um, I have to travel with them. And so I, I work with women. I travel a lot. And um, these young girls that I tend to hire, I give them the same list I was given, which is don't be alone with these specific people. And I've right. never once ever heard his name. I've never heard Brad Pitt's name come up once, not one time on those lists, not even in jest. We were, we were good Christian boys. We used to do a, a thing called Campus Life, which was like all the Christian kids and the popular kids in school and we have parties at each other's houses i mean it wasn't like we were angels behind the scenes but uh yeah we were we were good kids i like now, that you know by no means would i ever say i'm religious religious but that, that struck me as odd you i think at least partially what you do owning the lube company would that be considered or at least some would be considered not christian like isn't your family like mormon well, they would definitely not say that way. I'm just saying. I'm right. curious. Well, you need Luke to have sex. And if you want to have children and procreate, you have to have sex. I think that God gave us sex. I think sex is supposed to be pleasurable on this human journey. Um, I do not see anything unchristian about Luke. <laughs> Especially for anal sex. You do not want Luke, anal sex without Luke. I'm just saying. You can do that. Okay. No, you saying. can do the Aussie lube. What? Oh, no. What is wrong with you? I like that. So what got you into lube? Like most guys that have the Instagram following you have would have gotten into like booze. They would have kind of gone the Conor McGregor out. And you went for lube. I'm very intrigued by this. I love it. You just, you, yeah, you kind of I mean, left. Are, you know, there's a people that are confused by, um, you know, where you have the biggest luxury brand of, um, as a licensed general contractor in town. And um, then I've got this lube, and they don't seem to go together. But I do have one thing I like is I like money. Me too. Um, <laughs> and, and somebody came to me and asked me if they could put my picture on a lube bottle. 
I said, sure. Um, it was getting ready to go forward, and I realized how much money they made on this product. The mm-hmm. margin was tremendous. And so um, I created my own um, that I thought was better than everybody else's. And since we're the number one seller in the UK, obviously I was right. Why is your now, now on Amazon, we have a water-based and a silicone. Um, we also are on Walmart.com. Um, you can also go to lube, lube, L-U-B, L-U-B-E.com. It's spelled L-U-B, but the U has an umlaut, so it's lube, lube. Mm-hmm. I, I am going to give a quick shout-out. I know this is an 18 and over show, so half the kids that listen to it are 16. Never use a silicone-based lube with a condom. Use the water-based lube, just a heads up. Um, it, actually, it actually doesn't tear the condom. <gasps> no. Oh, really? Not. Yours yeah. is that good? It is condom safe, yes. He does make a better lube than everyone else. They all have it on the back saying, don't use in conjunction. His can be. Man. I'm shocked. I know. You know, shout out to everyone who's going to buy that now. I know. I'm like, I'm. I, we're going to buy some. Okay, <laughs> you guys. Also, you also, though, I'd rather them go to palmpacificconstruction.com. That's where I can show off my work and what I really love. And, and, and we'll be talking. Getting up every day to do. So we will definitely be talking about that because I want to know about some of these luxury houses that celebrities are into. And we'll be talking about that after the break. Guys, we will be right back after this. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda. And very special shout out. Thank you very much. Am I saying, is it Scott Cullens? Am I saying that right? That was perfect. Yes, I got it right. Like Twilight, but, you know, less sparkles. We'll be right back after this. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and I do have to give a quick shout-out. I always have to do this. I want to give a quick shout-out to Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon in Palm Springs, California. Thank you for fixing my hair after I fucked it up during quarantine. Thank you for to KM Extends Hair Extensions. When you all see me on the red carpets, that's a wig. Like, it's identical to my hair, but that's a wig. It's just a better version of my hair. 
So thank you to them. And our giveaway this week is from Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. We're basing this whole show around Palm Springs because of our guest. He's out here in Palm Springs, and we're going to be talking about his Hollywood Ready Houses in just a couple of minutes. But if you guys can go and tell me what mm, – actually, I'm going to let him pick the question for the ATV ride. Scott, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks, guys. So I want everyone to go find something on your Instagram, a story, a uh, Give me a little secret they have to dig for, and then they can come to me, and the first person to do it gets a free ATV ride. Oh, my God. A secret that's on my Instagram? Well, nothing mm. on my Instagram would be a secret. Oh, but they have to find it. That's It's 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 a secret way of moving people there. That's how we get oh, people to go. Wow. But don't tell uh, them that. They're just trying to go to get free shit, which is cool. I'd do it. <laughs> um, well, there is probably a lot of stuff you'll find on there that pushes the envelope of community standards. So tell me what you think best pushes the envelope of community standards. And the first person to write me with that and send me a link gets a free ride for two at Alfred Rentals in Palm Springs, California. Again, you thank are, you to KMX Dance. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was giving a shout out to my wig company because I have some red carpets coming up. And without them, I look like shit. <laughs> um, if, if you go on, you let's see if someone can find a full moon shot. Ooh, I like that. I'm not supposed to do that. Send that to me. I have been canceled before for it. Hear me out. No, no, no. Send send that to me because I have to check for authenticity so that I can give you the giveaway. Do we believe this now? Very good. Yeah, that's that's why the audience needs to send that to me. By the way, the I only heard you guys say every time there's a customer, you give to charity? We do. We give to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and Bears Charity, which is free MMA, where he teaches martial arts to everyone at absolutely no cost. Those are the three charities. And it was because Sean Patrick Flannerty said the F word 72 times or 73 times in like 30 minutes live at Comic-Con, and we got in a shit ton of trouble. So this is how we fixed it. <laughs> yeah, we had to give him a reason as to why it happened. <laughs> That's a lot of fucks. Yeah, it really is. And with that gorgeous Irish accent, you didn't even notice it. It was completely natural. Sometimes I use it. Um, I'm in construction. So sometimes it is the noun, the verb, and the adjective in one sentence. And I think yep. it makes perfect sense. It, it, it's, it is. It's the perfect all-around word. Now, you do Hollywood-level construction. Like, you do these badass houses, you know, espresso machines in the closet, that kind of thing. Can you tell us about the kind of houses you're doing out here? Yeah, we... Um... Our level of client has reached a certain lifestyle where, um, you know, uh, normal is an elevator, a wine room, an in-home gym, and an espresso maker in each closet. So, you know, I've had to kind of, being a a hillbilly from Missouri, change my mentality to adjust to uh, their style of living and um, know that that's normal to them and that's what I do and and we do a very good job of it. You can find us in... um, We've been on the cover of Architectural Digest and Lux and DuJour and Palm Springs Life and Gray and Homes. If um, it is not plug- published worthy, I don't want to build it. You, you know, that said, you there are so many different things people can do with construction. Why did you decide to do this for, I guess, Hollywood, Hollywood level houses? Um, there's more money in it. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. A lot. Like, I, mean, I, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, my level of uh, building, I could definitely make a better living than doing, you know, condos. So, <laughs> you know, it's just the way it is. I, I, I love what I do. I mean, I, I, I think that if you if you like uh, digging ditches every day, you'll make a bil- billion dollars digging ditches. But I get up every day and I'm very excited to go to work. I love what I do. I'm a rare builder, whereas I think a good builder can build a house, a nice house, 
I'm very much into the design though also. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of things you see on my website, I have done the interiors. And um, so I, I, I do like that part of it. Um, I look kind of like a thug, but uh, I very much into the pretty side of building too. I absolutely completely understand that. What do you have a particular house or maybe a particular event that you really got excited about uh, designing for? Um, we right now are developing homes in a, a new community called Desert Palisades. And I'm doing a house now that is all steel and glass, and it will be the nicest house in Palm Springs. It is spectacular. Overlooks the whole valley, all the windmills. It is just really really beautiful if you go onto my stories right now on instagram i posted the steel going up today and um it's just spectacular especially with san jacinto mountains is the backdrop that's incredible sounds uh, beautiful wow do you think that i mean a lot of people especially with social media the way it is they want to show off that kind of lifestyle and for many people that is a very hard lifestyle to attain for you, you've moved through these Hollywood circles. You have a massive online following, which is why we reached out to you. We mostly deal with social media and film. Do you think for people that want to get into this, it is an attainable lifestyle? Well, like I said, if you get up every day and do what you're passionate about, you'll make enough money to have the standard of living that you want. Um, when I own my gyms, I could talk about the celebrities that went there in building, I cannot. Um, the course. people that I build for are very, very private. They do not want you to know the location of their home. They don't want people looking at it online. If we do get it published, of course, Architectural Digest is going to say who lives there. But for the most part, I've made a rule. I don't Google my clients because if I did, I would be a little um, nervous. <laughs> so yeah. most of them, I found out who they were after I finished their home. I like that. Don't build and tell. It's a beautiful way of doing it's, it. It's a, it's, it's a good thing to do. You know, it's when you deal with celebrity, I think there's a level of privacy that needs to be disclosed. I've done media strategies for politicians and actors, and I don't tell people who, unless they piss me. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I just don't ever tell who, but you can tell uh-huh. stories of different points in, in, of different points in time. So it it is an interesting thing to get a glimpse into that world though. And I think what you do is incredible because when you get into that bigger level, when you deal with the Kim Kardashians and people at that level, they're almost trapped and isolated in these homes Mm -hmm. because of the level of celebrity they have. So you can understand why they want the wine room and the elevator and the gym. That's where they are. That's it. Well, they're pretty much living within the compound and uh, um, they're having their food brought in, of course. Um, they rarely go out to dinner here. And when they come out to Palm Springs, this is their fifth or sixth home I'm actually yep. building for them. It's not their primary residence. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, they're kind of staying in that compound. So I have to make it so it's like a resort. And I think that's incredible. And I know people give them a lot of flack. You read online, especially in places like Reddit, you know, it's a why do they need all this stuff? But if you are trapped in that home, it has to be somewhere you want to be. Who wants to be, you know, trapped? I mean, we've all been trapped with COVID. You know, they just got trapped in better houses. Uh, in this case, I think what you do is really cool just because at, at least from people I know that are, you know, the kind of A-listers, their life is contained to that compound. Right. I also think that the, those comments on Reddit, um, if you were to see those people, um, in my opinion, um, in America, if 
we were to celebrate the success of people more instead of wanting them to fall, then we would attract that same success to us. I think you draw in what you put out. So um, they could live that lifestyle too if they quit poo-pooing it and wanting them to fail. See, don't be an incel douchebag if you want a good life. Yeah. <laughs> Keep fucking you telling you this, Reddit. You know, that is a really <laughs> good point. Why do you think people tend to bring others down who are more fortunate than them, well, especially I, here in the I country? I see that with you on your site where people like he's photoshopped. I'm looking at him right now. He is not fucking photoshopped. Those arms are massive. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know you guys can't see him. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, these, these are all real. Um, if they want to talk about Photoshop, um, you've been in the business. Um, Naomi Campbell is Photoshopped on Vogue. Everything you yeah. see printed has some kind of editing. They've changed the saturation or the color. Mm -hmm. or maybe the swimsuit didn't fit right. But these are my abs. These are my muscles. I worked hard for them. And if you don't believe it, I don't really give a shit. Quite <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs> what, do I, what do I fucking care? I see myself <laughs> naked and that's all I care about. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Absolutely. I want to drive back to Palm Pacific Construction for a moment because I was curious. That's an incredibly difficult and very niche thing you do. How did you go from like pro bass fitness model to, well, I guess building Hollywood houses? Well, um, so I'll be honest. The history is I was uh, had a very successful chain of celebrity training gyms and I partied way too hard in L.A. with these people and um i didn't mm -hmm. have the propensity for moderation so i ended up at the betty ford center out here it's a I've great place this will be my 19th year sober congratulations and, Congrats. Uh, that's incredible so i i left that business because it had a bad taste in my mouth literally from the cocaine yeah and um <laughs> and the booze so uh i wanted to go after my next passion which i just like creating beautiful things whether it's bodies or homes or design and so um, I started pretty humble. I mean, if somebody needed a bathroom remodeled, I was there. If somebody needed a kitchen remodeled, I was there. Until I finally got to the point where we're kind of a little empire now. Um, so you're, you're an artist at heart. When you're talking about sculpting the body, that, which you do, you've sculpted other people's bodies, you're sculpting homes. I've seen, I, I can look at your site and see the decor, see how you've designed this. You are an artist at heart, do, and you've found a way to bring this into... It bring, bring it out into the world and make it profitable. And that's not something a lot of people can do. How did you do that? Well, I appreciate that because, um, you know, when people ask me what I do and I just say construction, they're like, oh, he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> but then I take it further and I say, well, if you really want to know the truth, I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. And that piques their interest because they're like, what construction dude thinks he's an artist? I am an artist. That's what yep. I do. I have, I have an appreciation of pretty things, of beauty. Mm -hmm. And I... Um, um, love beautiful sculptures and buildings and design and I love building my body and um, you know there's a, there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm into with that, that desire for the appreciation of beauty I think it's incredible you so you settled in Palm Springs after going to Betty Ford you've been sober 19 years if you could change one thing in your life in the in the last you know 30 years what would you change that is a very interesting thing. And I actually posted this on um, line last week. Somebody asked me, if you could talk to your child self, what would you say? And I said, absolutely nothing. I would not change anything that has um, um, made the course that I've been on this way. Because if you do, who knows where you would end up? I would say nothing. 
The only thing that I possibly would say is um, be sure you take La Cienega and La Tijera to LAX. That's about it. Can I ask why? I mean, traffic's better, but can I ask why? <laughs> because you get on the 405, you're fucked. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. So yeah. it is, that is, for anyone listening, that is some rock solid advice, by the way. That is Very rock solid. Rock solid advice. advice. There is one other thing maybe I would say to my child. Okay. So is I would say, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's going to work out, but I promise it always does. I like that. I think that is a really good way of looking at things. That's very inspiring. I think a lot of people want to go back in time, especially if people who may feel they weren't as successful or do what they loved. They'd want to go back in time, tell themselves, hey, take that extra chance. Take one more step. Push a little bit harder. But if they didn't have the balls to go for it then... They're not gonna even if they're given the advice. Hence, they have the what there it, you go. It's the it's the balls. You've got to have the balls to go for it. You've been fighting since you were eighteen. You lost your first fight in what thirty seconds? Forty eight seconds. Forty eight seconds. And then what did you do? I went and learned how to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that was his first professional I, fight. He lost in like forty eight seconds. So he went and got more training. <laughs> I came in knowing how to throw hands. This guy didn't throw a single punch. He just took me down, choked me out. That was the bottom line. And you see, it inspired you, right? Yeah. You didn't. Yeah. You didn't you didn't go another direction. You conquered it. But that's it. And that's, but that mentality, what you have to put your body together the way you did, to put your businesses together, to go through substance abuse and alcohol problems, end up at Betty Ford, put together another successful business. This is what you see when you look at Nirvana and Foo Fighters. He knew how to put a band together and it wasn't Kurt Cobain. I'm just saying, when somebody Very can build a point. business, pardon? Very good point. And you've done this now repeatedly. You've done it with your body. You've done it with your gym. You've done it with your business. And that is what's required. It's that ability to get up, go to work, and make it happen. What in you makes you put together these successful businesses? You can't, the, the audience can't see it. You can, but there's a big, only one word written on my body. Well, Gigi, that was my grandma and Duke, my dog. But it says gratitude and um if you have gratitude, I think you're kind of unstoppable. I think the universe really opens up everything to you with gratitude. Um, so probably getting sober had a lot to do with that. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, people say, what's the secret to um, a good body? And I have an answer most don't, don't, don't expect. I say being happy yeah. tells all the cells what to do and how to communicate. It's the most important part of being fit, being healthy, and living a good life. Wake up I, every day and make your desire to be happy. You know, you're you're dead right. Like, so for anyone listening, you guys know I was a Victoria's Secret model. Obviously, after I stopped modeling, I didn't keep that same body, but I did put on weight. And it happened when I had a a stalker, a fan stalk and attack me. Uh, Bear and I lost a baby, and then uh, my foster son was killed by a drunk driver in a very short period, and I put on like forty pounds. Change changes your life when you get into a depressive yeah. state. Unhappiness is fucking lethal. The hardest thing that we have to do in this journey is to pivot from sad to happy. But yep. it's it's worth the effort to figure it out. It's true. Absolutely. It's, when you can find happy, it shows on your face. To girls out there, you don't need as much Botox. Like when you're sick or you're tired, you need Botox. If you're happy, you don't. Maybe Okay, maybe people don't need Botox, but in my job, they do. <laughs> they need just a little what? shot. Just a little shot. Aline, what is this Botox you speak of? He's like, Summer, no. Heavens <laughs> 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 to Betsy. Summer, you're crazy. I don't know what this thing is. 
I'm, I, I had this question out for a few minutes and my interest peaked. You alluded to it a couple of times that you have some stories of such mm-hmm. from when you were running your gyms. Is there a particular story from your, from those days, but maybe a highlight that you can share with us? Oh man, let me think. Uh, well, I have uh, thousands of them. I don't want to get sued. Let me think of one that. Um, <laughs> you don't have to use names. <laughs> they want to. Oh no, I got to use this name. She's okay. Nice. Um, <laughs> oh man, I make it. I might get in trouble. I'm gonna say it anyway. Okay. Um, so out of all the celebrities, we had everybody there. Um, one woman came in and she was jumping around and screaming, and I was just like, I go over to her. I said, "You need to settle down." And then she would start screaming and jumping. She had on like a one-piece black cat suit on. She was working out in. And the client that I was um, training was the head of Polygram Filmed Entertainment. His wife was the head of CBS. And um, so they were big players. Yeah. He said, you don't even know who this woman is you're scolding, do you? And I said, no. He goes, she was the first supermodel. Her name's Janice Dickinson. I said, oh, shit. I, I said, I don't know who the fuck she is. But she kept disrupting the whole gym. So I finally went over to her and I said, you, you got to leave. I've asked you three times to shut up. And she said, the only thing that you can't say to me, do you know who I am? And I said, yeah, you're a fuck up used supermodel. Get the fuck out of my gym. <laughs> and she looked at me and said, I'm going to put you out of business, which she did not do, of course. But that's one of my stories. That's, I've heard, now I, I don't know Janice Dickinson, but I've not heard a good story from anyone about her. So as, oh. as much as I've heard good about Brad Pitt, I've never heard a good story about Janice Dickinson. Down he to her, like he was a nice guy. She went there, not so nice. Not so nice. What? Like down to I've heard stories about her pulling the tubing for her implants out after surgery, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, oh. What would is that what it is? Maybe she's just addict. something wrong with she's, the mind, or she wants to run around in general. I, 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 I believe she's sober now. I think something led to the craziness, right? So yeah. Not- oh yeah. No, she's hardcore addict. Um, I believe she's sober now, and I think it's within the last couple of years. She might be. I saw something she was on the other night. Yeah. I think she's just always going to stay a little off at this point. There's only so many drugs you can do. Like, I I love Andy Dick, but there's only so many drugs you can do without (laughs) things just staying a little out of place. It rewires your brain after a while. Mm Mm-hmm. When you were dealing with your gyms and running all this and having the various celebrities come in and work with you, was there a particular moment that... I guess that made you super, super happy. I know you wake up, you're a happy guy anyways, but one thing that really stuck out to you, like, damn, this is just one of the best moments of my life. Um, Let me think. I can remember when Monica Lewinsky was at my gym. Remember, she's the guy that sucked the president's dick. Yep. And um, she called me and she said, I'm late. And I said, Monica, you're fucking late every day. I said, what are you doing? She says, his goons are after me. And I said, who, his goons? What are you talking about? She goes, his goons are after me. I said, just get to the gym and let's just work out. As I hung up the phone, I realized she's talking about the president of the United States of America. And I'm having this conversation with her. And I start thinking, I'm just this hillbilly from Missouri. And here I've got probably the CIA listening in on my phone calls. <laughs> I'm like, this is like ethereal how my life changed. Um, I don't know if it made me happier. It just was exciting. You know, I was this, I just was this hick from Missouri and kind of made it big and I had a good time. I had a really good time. I didn't really let it go to my head except for I partied too hard. Yeah. What was the closest you ever got to being unable to get back up off the floor? We've all had those moments where everything goes to shit. What was yours uh, and when did you? I had um, just come back from thinking I could make 
a few dollars with my last 20 at the casino. And of course, it was gone in five seconds. And I'd walk home and it was hot. It was 120 degrees. And it's like just, it was miserable. And I, I went in and I went to brush my teeth because who knew how long I'd gone without brushing my teeth. And I looked in the mirror and I didn't recognize myself. And all of a sudden, I started spitting my teeth out and they just started falling in the sink. And the tears just started rolling down my face. And I have to tell you, there's a there's a part of, of everybody's story where they say that a moment of clarity. Yeah. And I can't say I heard this booming voice, but I am going to be honest about this. I had a moment where I wasn't high and I wasn't drunk. I felt totally sober for about five seconds. And a voice said, where do you want to go now? And I just have never heard of any other rehab at Betty Ford Center because that's what I heard on all the celebrities went to. Well, I didn't have any money, but they had a financial aid program for people that didn't have insurance or any money. And so I got in and um, saved my life. But that moment of clarity was, um, that was it. Yeah, I, uh, I will never forget that moment. That's I, I don't think that'd be a moment to stick out to God, anyone. Anyone who's ever had a hard day or probably, probably the worst day of their life, not just a hard day, the worst day of their life can relate to something like that. That is extreme. That's it. I, I, I was curious. You mentioned just a few minutes ago that you didn't let a lot of the handling with various celebrities go to your head. That's on another level. That's not easy. People can get really involved and enveloped by that world, especially when mm-hmm. they're working with them all the time. They believe in their own hype at that yeah. point. What, what kept hunt, you yeah. more grounded? Um, what got me more grounded is when you get in the middle of all that, you realize the celebrities are not what's important in Hollywood. It was the people I trained that were the heads of the studios. <laughs> they yep. were the ones controlling everybody. Those are the ones that you should be impressed that they were at my gym. Yep. And uh, those are the ones with the stories. I mean, and boy, those were good ones. You're dead right. You're dead right. People get so you know shell-shocked by stars, and as soon as you get... Like uh, I, my, my old boss was a head of Paramount, big, fat, balding guy, loved him to death. God rest his soul. I'm sure he's looking up at us smiling right now. <laughs> he was a horrible man, wonderful to me, horrible man. But um, he, people would, would, would run. Alexis wouldn't even pick up the phone. She'd just throw it at me and run. Uh, you see Tom Cruise come over and he's like bowing and scraping to him. That's how people interact. So for you to have gotten those studio heads, you had the ear of the entire industry you could have redirected the entire course of film. I can remember one of my clients, such a nice guy. We're still friends today. He um, directed, what was that show? Um, Up Close and Personal. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And um, he had me listen to two digital audio tracks. And one was Tony Braxton, Unbreak My Heart. And then he had me um, listen to Celine Dion. And I said, I think it should be the second one. He goes, okay, so it is. And she ended up, what, winning the Academy Award for that? <laughs> Holy so, shit. So yeah, you have changed I, the course. I had a little, I had a little <laughs> something to do, and nobody knew this stupid little trainer in West Hollywood was kind of directing Hollywood. <laughs> I, think, I think it would shock the shit out of people to know how much control trainers, you know, chefs, the people that are in contact with these studio heads really have. Because these studio we heads are so out of, Exactly. And they're so out of touch that they need that, hey, what do you think? You know, you have contact with the real world. I'm trapped in these nice houses with espresso machines in the closets. Right. Hey, you nobody, <laughs> which song do you like? <laughs> but but they're right. It's I do. I like always ask people. <laughs> <laughs> 
So if you in this life are going to be remembered for one thing, not for your businesses, not for your celebrity, not for your following, but as who you are, what do you want to be remembered for? That is an awesome question to end with because one of the reasons I'm on here is I do follow Bear and I see the free MMA school in Cathedral City and anything um, that people know that you come to Palm Pacific or you come to Scott Collins, uh, we usually don't say no to giving. And um, so we support a lot of organizations, a lot of charities. And I think at my eulogy, the number one thing people would say is he was a very generous person. And that's where the gratitude. Okay. I think gratitude and generosity go together. I really do. Well, you can't outgive the universe. So I'm not doing it tactically, but um, I, I, there's no way I'm going to not give back more than I gave. So keep that in mind. Incredible. It'll all work out. You know, that means he's just going to be calling you. Bear's just going to be calling you for money now. I'm just saying. I mean, hey, like, I'm not. For the kid, because he's always I, doing I, something. I would actually say, I would say yes. I would say okay. yes. Yeah. <laughs> So Alexis, money. <laughs> Alexis, <laughs> I know so, you're listening to the show. So everything, everything aside, do you want to be remembered for your generosity? Absolutely. I think that's awesome. I mean, I hope that my homes are a legacy here, like uh, some of the famous architects. Andrew Lloyd that, Wright, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright. Um, I knew that. I'm thinking, I think Andrew, you're thinking Lloyd of Andrew Lloyd Webber and Frank Lloyd Wright. And you kind I'm, of all. Scott. Yeah, I work in film. I don't know shit about architecture. <laughs> I Googled before I got on with you because I follow you, but it was still that moment. I'm like, oh, crap. You were so close. Almost there. Um, I almost sounded smart. <laughs> I, think, place. I, going, I think that my homes would be a great legacy, but I, I, I definitely want it, want it to be about being generous. I, I, I like that. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. I, you build these luxury houses for everybody. Do you, how do you live? Well, no, no, no. I, I think what I find more interesting, we will answer, ask that okay, question. All right, all right. But your entire existence, if I had to peg you, and I am, so I'm going to do a judgment here, everyone, it, it's all about beauty. You're either shaping bodies, you're shaping houses, you're helping people. You are just making the world more beautiful in every way. And that is really fucking rare. I mean, well, genuinely rare. Well, thank you. I'm, I do want to leave it better than I, I came to it. Um, I think that's a, a, a good goal to have. How do I live? Um, I don't live how I grew up. We grew up very, very poor in, in Missouri. My mom was 16 when she had me and my dad was 17. So um, they did the best they could. You know, people love to say, oh, I had such a shitty childhood and they go on into all these stories. I, you know, I could go into all those too, but I don't like playing that king of game, pain, game, pain, king of pain game. Um, all I remember is that my parents loved me. That's all I say. That's, that's, they did whatever they could. And so um, from where I came from to where I am now, yeah, I like nice things and I have nice cars and I live nice. Um, I don't need to have espresso machines in my closet, but, you know, some people do. But um, I, uh, I, I live maybe not what's considered modestly, but um, I, I live where I deserve. <laughs> I like <laughs> that. I, I do. I do want to just give a quick shout out to Meghan Markle. See, you cannot be a fucking victim, even if things are hard. I'm just saying, take a note. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that was some victimhood on a new level, wasn't it? <laughs> Shit. That's incredible. South Park nailed them, by the way. Oh, like, South I'm, destroyed yeah. them. <laughs> oh, I'm and I, I'm a royalist. My family are monarchists. Like we're fully loyal, and I'm still sitting there. I'm like, yep, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was some fucked up victimhood going on right there. Yeah. 
So I think that's incredible. You have an amazing outlook. How do you keep your head on right? I know we're towards the end of the show. I'm going to have you do a shout out to social media, but I need to know, and I know our listeners need to know, how do you keep your head there? Because when things are hard, especially coming out of the pandemic, we hear a lot from people about how difficult things are. How do you get your head to that good place? So I wake up every morning and I say the same thing. Um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to live another sober day in uh, joy, love, happiness, and prosperity. I do ask the universe for that. It's not wrong to ask for prosperity. Um, I talk to my grandma a little bit, and then I recite my gratitude list, and I do the same thing at night. And I just don't see how your day could start or end wrong if you recite a gratitude list. I know that sounds corny. I know it's not corny. It works for me. I'm telling you, it works really, really well. And you might think that, how do I keep my head on straight? Well, I have all the same problems everyone else does. You know, I just want to be loved and, um, you know, make money, work hard, not get sick. You know, I, we all have to go through the same stuff, you know. I think that's great. And I'm a big believer in make money, especially people want to make the world better. You make $100 million, you can make the world a hell of a lot better with $100 million than you can with $100. I'm just saying. Exactly. No, you're right. I Absolutely. like that. I think gratitude is a great way to exist. Can you tell everyone where to find you on social media? On Instagram, it's scott.cullens, C-U-L-L-E-N-S. It's just at Scott Cullens on Twitter. Um, you can find me at Scott Cullens on Facebook, too, or Meta, whatever they want to call it. Uh, you can also go to palmpacificconstruction.com, and you can buy my lube at lublube.com. Are they definitely going to buy your lube, but i got to tell you, most of our uh, audience is like Gen Z because they're not supposed to listen to it. So they have no fucking idea what Facebook is. Oh, true. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, they follow right, you on right. Instagram. They do follow you, but it's on Instagram. Is right. there anything well, you <laughs> you want to say to everyone out there? Well, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Um, I think that you're both spectacular people. I think you're freaking hilarious. I hope I wasn't uh, too boring and I didn't say enough fucks. Fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. So there, I got them all back. So he's in. always given a charity. I love that. No, I, I, I and do bear call me. I will give to the um, MMA school. Well, I, I love that. that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it because I am shit at asking people for money. He really <laughs> just flat out. He has a team to do it. Well, now I made a piece of cake. Right, you <laughs> you did. did. Thank you so oh, much. Geez. I had one thing because we got like a couple of minutes and I don't think we touched on it yet. I okay. want to know how you actually got to the, the very beginning. How did you become a model for Bass Pro Shops? Oh yeah, how did that start? I mean, oh, Bass jump Pro that. Shops is, is um, its headquarters is in Springfield, Missouri, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm from. So um, they they approached me. Of course, when you're 16, 17, and you get on a commercial, um, it, you become very popular in school because it's that kind of a big deal. <laughs> and so um, I don't think I put on clothes for modeling since then. I mean, everything was pretty much virtually almost nude. Um, again, uh, not disillusioned i was definitely hired for the body not the face but i like i said i'm good with that it was a nice career see i'm surprised you're plenty handsome oh I'm, I'm looking at you and i'm judging you're a victoria's secret you're a victoria's secret model that's a whole nother level. yeah but but oh. not one of the good ones it's not like i was heidi Klum. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just to be a Victoria's Secret model, right? one of the good ones. I, on. I don't know. I'm kind of pissed off. Now they're like hiring plus size girls, girls that are like, you know, the, I, and no, no so shame to that. Go back and do it. 
but I'm kind of no I'm, I'm kind of pissed off do you know how hard I had to work to keep that body now they're like everyone can be a model I'm like fuck you guys I came in at the right <laughs> No, I'm just well, go, go back and do it. Give them a call. I'm just I'm not a fan of the healthy at any size. I don't believe in that. I don't think it's true and I don't think it's healthy to teach kids. So I'm not a fan. I don't mind some, you know, having a couple of plus size models, but when you get into the really, really big models, I think it's dangerous for kids to look at that. I think that you should teach kids to eat healthy and telling people they can just be obese when they don't have to be is dangerous. I agree with you 100%. Thank you. (laughs) Some people have have a genetic predisposition or they have a health issue that they can't avoid. I understand that. Totally different. If if we're telling everyone to feel good in their body and they're in the drive-thru at McDonald's, well, I can't support that. I mean, you know, you, you can't say that. You can't tell kids that. You you have to tell them they have to be a little more disciplined if they want to be healthy in life. Yeah, That's... the fat the fat positive movement has gotten so rampant, especially well, coming out body, of the pandemic. It used to be body positivity. It was people that had lost limbs. I loved the body positivity movement. It was people with serious uh, that had lost limbs that had come back from war. So, yeah, people, uh, little people. It was a big mix of people saying, "I love my body," and I thought it was great. And there were people with um, lymphomic disorders and things that were in it, but then it kind of got hijacked by really, really obese women telling people that I can be healthy at 350 pounds at five foot two. And that's just not possible. And you're right. The word, the, the word hijacked was appropriate because body positivity is awesome. Great. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Be who you are. But if you can be a better version of yourself by putting a little effort into it, well, then I think you should. I think what catches me when you look at social media, you see these women that, that were part of this, this body positivity movement. And these women are in their thirties and forties have died of heart attacks Mm. and are telling people I'm just as healthy as someone else. It's not that I'm eating a tub of ice cream. I'm perfectly fine. I'm healthy. Uh, Virgie is the worst. She is the absolute worst. She put out an entire campaign. All men should watch uh, plus size porn until they're attracted to fat women because they're mentally retarded if they're not. And I hate the word retarded, but that's what she said. Oh my God. She's a okay. fucking idiot. It's a bit that. extreme. That's, a, that's a whole lot to dissect right there. Right? I'm like, and I said it right at the end of the show. So, Virgie, please sue me. I am happy to go to court. We will fight this out. Then you get to prove why I'm wrong. Please do it. Well, you drew me into getting sued in this conversation. <laughs> so we're both in the same boat. Perfect. Sue us. Hey, we'll all go to the same court. We'll, 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 all go to, we'll, just, we'll do it as a group. I'd love to have you on again if you're up for it, because I'd love to get I into would it. love it. Thank you, guys, very so, much. See, so you said it on air. Now you're, like, legally obligated. Uh, we have, we're at the very, very end of the show. Guys, we will have him on again, because I just, my phone went ding, ding, ding. As soon as we got into the body positivity, everyone was into it. So that's our next conversation. Thank you very, very much for joining us, guys. Scott, thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to put up a link to his social media. Make sure you're following him. Thank you very, very much to my co-host, Bear Fiora at Bear Fiora. I know you'll follow him. That's half the reason you shot And shop. special shout out to Maravilla in Cathedral City, California for making me look awesome. Even though no one can see me right now, you guys will see me on my videos, on my YouTube especially, and when I go on red carpets myself and when I fight for that matter. It's not fair. You don't even have to wear wigs. At least my wig's comfortable. Yeah, my hair's natural. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everything's on me. I, I completely di- I'm natural from the top of my bleached head to the tip of my painted toenails. <laughs> And all the Botox in between. Guys, thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Good night.
Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.